podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening. Jono here, back with UGB, who has just asked me whether I would rather be watching the Man United game, to which I replied, I think I'd rather watch England than that shower of shite, because both of my teams at the moment are a complete nightmare. Do you know what's getting really boring, what's Eugene? That? Well, for Simon and I to have to record <laughs> with a South African cricket fan <laughs> all the time, we've had one... One, I mean, not that it's a pleasure because obviously we support you in supporting South Africa anyway, but I mean, come on, give us a break. <laughs> I just, it's, yeah, I've got, I've got a few messages from a few people. South African sports flying at the moment, isn't it? And I, look, it all could come crashing down and I'm not going to tag South Africa as the chokers because there is a team that has lost more semifinals and finals than us and that is India. So from my perspective, yes, I am not tagging South Africa as a choker or India for that matter. It's just good cricket sport. So look, we're we're on a we're on a good roll at the moment. Things are going really well. Mm. I have to, I'll be honest. I felt really sorry for New Zealand today. I don't know if you saw the injury crisis that they went through. So oh mate, yeah, between them and Sri Lanka, it's crazy the amount of injuries that they've got. I mean, they almost had the coach on the field today. I don't know if mm. you saw this. Yeah. So so Luke Ronke because. Because Matt Henry's hamstring's gone, and it looks like it's gone for the tournament from the sounds of things. They mm. brought on they brought on Ish Sodi, who was the only remaining fit player left. They do have um, another bat, a batsman there, but he can't. He's not part of the fifteenth squad. He's the sixteenth travelling reserve, so he can't come on mm. as as a substitute fielder. So when Tim Southey went off for a quick, I don't know, toilet break or maybe a quick strap up of a finger or something. They had to field with 10 players or there was an option to bring on one of the training staff. And the obvious option would have been somebody like Luke Ronke. But yeah, it's just bonkers. I mean, they ha- they only at the moment have 11 foot players. And that includes mm. Jimmy Neesham, who took a blow to the hand today. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know if Tim Southey is actually fully fit. Yeah. That's... But they obviously wanted the extra seamer, so he's had to play. But now Matt Henry's gone down. I mean, I, I, I was listening to the comms and they were talking about Carl Jamieson. He he left the squad, remember, because he yeah. was originally in it. Yeah, he did. And they were talking about him now having to come back. And is he actually going to make it? Because the next game's in three days. I heard Polly and, and Pommy, I forget who the third one is, were one of the New Zealand commentators. I forget who it was off the top of my head. But they were Simon Duel. Simon Duel, yeah, that's it. They were talking about, well, can he get you in time? I'm like, well, hang on. Mm. And acclimatize, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or oh, and is he and is he fit enough? So it's just well, bonkers to see all these teams going through, you know, these injury scares. And I will say this: at the beginning of the tournament, you know, I, I don't. I'm going to contradict myself here because there was a conversation that I had we had in the, the beginning of the the Cricket World Cup dailies was: is the tournament too long? I said no, I don't think it is. It maybe is now because of the pure, you know injury scares that people are going through at the moment. And I do say injury scares because it's only happening to a certain selection of teams. And maybe they weren't well enough prepared. I don't know. Maybe, you know, their their S&C coach, you know, didn't didn't do their job. Maybe they took some chances. I mean, Australia took a chance and Travis Head is a really good example. You know, he stayed at home for the beginning of the tournament, selected him, and he's now rocked up and, you know, 
scored a ton in his first game. But yeah, yeah. just a really, it was tough to watch today. You know, 190 run victory. I don't want to say it was empty because I, I thought that they were going to give us a good run for their money. But, yeah. you know, when you when you see a 190 run victory, and I mean, Superbrew doesn't even have an answer for that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you should have, you should have actually realized what a dicking South Africa had handed out to New Zealand when I predicted last night that it was going to be a tight game. So, the, you know, yeah, it was obviously going to be a, true. A, a, a ridiculous uh, victory one way or the other. Yeah, I know what you mean about... Um, so just to pick up on a couple of points. I know you, you've said about India having lost more semifinals and what have you than, you, than South Africa, but I don't know if you remember, this year, a few months back, I actually raised the question of, you know, you, you think about New Zealand's journey over, you know, the, the, probably since 2015, maybe slightly before, they have been a top four side in pretty much all of the global competitions without ever actually winning one. And yes, they won the World Test Championship, but I'm talking about white ball tournaments. Yeah, very true. You know, they they must feel the the kind of weight of expectation a little bit and that kind of not, I don't think anybody's referred to them as chokers because they seem to be too nice as a nation for, for that to ever happen. But yeah, I, you know, I, I think that that can be leveled at, at two or three sides. England have... Well, England have certainly choked, really, in, in this in this uh, edition of the World Cup, haven't they? I, again, we're still yet to find out really what's been going on there, but and we'll obviously bring that to you when it does, but when we do, rather. In terms of the injuries, Simon Simon mentioned, you know, earlier in this um, series of World Cup Daily podcasts that we're doing, that, you know, the turnaround time now is, what, three days, generally? Three, four days, sometimes yeah. you get a bit more of an extended break. But when you're asking these guys who are, you know, elite athletes, and there is, you know, they're a bit like, for want of a better expression, like racehorses. And in the sense that, you know, they, they're so finely tuned that as soon as they do something even slightly wrong, the injury is almost a lot more exaggerated than it would be for you, myself, Simon, or any other clubby, mm. because, you know, our bodies aren't in the same situation. So you look at, you know, let's look at the 92 World Cup, for example. You look at people like, Gatting, Botham, Fairbrother, you know, the, and, and the entire playing staff of the entire World Cup. Now, they weren't built in the same way as these modern-day athletes are, and they used to get injured far less. Now you hear about all the stress fractures that bowlers get, um, etc. So, you know, it's as much as the advancements in technology and fitness and what have you are, are, are great, you know, no one can tell us that they, were, they weren't bowling as quickly as this in the 70s and 80s. Thompson, Hadley, the West Indies, you know, but yet they, you know, the amount of injuries weren't as co as common as they are now. Is there a direct correlation between the fitter you are, the more prone you can be to injuries that these lads wouldn't have had maybe twenty or thirty years ago, or what? I don't know, and I'm certainly not got the, the skill sets to answer that question. But I just think it's something that's worth raising. I mean, what do you yeah, think? I, I totally agree with you. I think you're hundred percent spot on there. The caveat that I would throw in there is I think some of these players have come into the tournament with niggles and that's what's mm. caused them to break down. And therefore the squads are now under pressure because, you know, I remember when, who was it? It was Ngidi and Rabada for that matter, both had niggles and we had Williams and Maha and, and Shamsi come in for those games. It's like, yeah, we've mm. got we've got a you know a like for like in terms of quality of player to come in. So mm. I think who whichever you know India another great example. Pandya goes out, you get Shami and Sky come in. So I, I yeah. think yeah. I think that's 
some of the squads have have carried injuries into the tournament and they are the ones that are now being fined out. And maybe that is the yeah. likes of Sri Lanka and, and New Zealand. I mean, you could argue Australia are in the same boat with Travis Head, but but arguably he's he's a batsman and you know, slightly easier to And he's coming fresh now, isn't he? Yeah, it? yeah, very fresh. Obviously sitting on his couch in I Australia, he's done well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How do we think before we go on to today's game in a bit more depth, like how do we think after a second obviously the loss against Australia was only by five runs and, and you'd say that probably almost wouldn't feel like a loss to to score three eight three chasing. But, you know, a horrible result really for New Zealand today. Off the back of two straight losses, how do we think the the feeling in the camp's gonna be around the, the Kiwi boys at the minute? Runs on the board. I mean, it was interesting that the commentators brought it up today. There's no such thing as this due, you know. They're taking the view from the IPL, which is played later on in the year. It's, you know, the Jews only, the, the timing's only hitting when the game's done. I mean, the game was done today by the 25th over, when in the second innings, that is. So, yeah, yeah I, I think the New Zealand guys must be hurting, but they've only got themselves to blame because when you look at the statistics, South Africa batting first are phenomenal. Batting second is a slightly mm -hmm. different conversation, and, and I, I can't remember the stat off the top of my head, but they weren't as strong. One thing I did want to mm -hmm. just sort of point out to you and see if you realize this, do you know that the toss has had absolutely no influence on the winning of games? Yeah, Robbo and I were talking about this the other night, and he was saying, like, you know, when you look at this tournament as a whole, good cricket wins cricket matches. Yeah. You know, I think to talk about the toss, obviously New Zealand won the toss today. That's what I was saying, yeah. The only, the only time we've seen South Africa struggle, you know, they've lost one and, and may, you know, just got over the line in the other, um, is when they've had to chase. So, why, you know, an interesting decision for, for Tom Latham to go, right, have a bat first, because that would, you would expect, suit them, unless it was some kind of double bluff. Simon Dool was obviously um, listening to the podcast because he quoted exactly what you guys mentioned. He said, it doesn't matter about the toss in terms of, what the due factor is and how it is. You've whoever's yeah. playing best cricket. And then they raised the point. Today is match 31, 32, sorry. That now makes nine teams out of 32 that have won the toss and won the game. The rest of them. So basically, wow. It's it's just it's crazy. So it makes no difference. Yeah. And, and do you know what? It's actually quite it's it's quite nice to hear that, that there's no influence on the toss now. It's whoever plays the best cricket, either batting or bowling. He's yeah. going to win the cricket. And that's what you want, right? That, that's exactly what you want to see. So, yeah. I mean, look, we should we should get into the game a little bit more. You know, Quinton de Kock, <laughs> if they're not throwing, I mean, what 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 is what is it to the pound these um, days? Four bazillion yeah. rand? 25 rand to the pound. Um, <laughs> 25 bazillion rand to the pound. He's definitely going to get um, a gig in, in it, England in the summer, I hope. Well, I mean... You know, if cricket South Africa are not throwing cash at him, yeah, along with I don't know, flowers, <laughs> vineyards, um, cars, houses, just to carry on. Yeah. I mean, you know, right. 114, fourth hundred of the tournament, 114 from 116, ten fours, three sixes, um, just unbelievable. You know, batted batted forty overs. So again today, yeah. I would love to see how many overs he's actually been out there for across the tournament. Not not just balls faced. You know, obviously he was out the second ball against England, but other than that, 
He's played six games and he's got 400. Mm. Did he come out and keep today? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. So there was there wasn't right. the, he's obviously been, he's obviously been listening to the podcast <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> um, here's a pop quiz for you there is another person that has scored in a single instance of a World Cup has scored four hundreds any ideas who it is or more and, uh, there's definitely one person that oh. scored more they've scored five and we know who that is that's Robert Sharma yep. So there's one other person, and this is so why Quinton de Kock is in elite company now. So Rohit Sharma scored 500s in a, in a single instance of a World Cup. Quinton de Kock went four from six today. There is one other player, and I'll... I mean, Sa- Sashin nope. would be the Close, obvious but not, guess. He's not Indian. He is Asian. Crikey. Sri Lankan. Let's go with that. Oh, Kumar. Yes. Hmm. 400s. Yeah. So he's the other one. So elite company to wow. be in, which is which is phenomenal from that point of view. But yeah, yeah. so look, the, the batters put turned it on. Timber looked really good. The 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 way that they started off was so circumspect and respectful of the New Zealand bowlers, mm. um, which laid the platform. We said this from the beginning. You know, Robbo said it a million times, and I'm pretty sure he's going to carry That's on. That's been that blueprint. Yeah, yeah. That's been absorb, that blueprint. Absorb, 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 you know, and then yeah. turn it on. Well, I mean, it's almost been right. Let's get to 100, 120. Let's try and go at five or six, close to a runner ball as we can yeah. without doing anything daft. Keep as many wickets in the shed as we can because we want Clarson and Miller to come in. Probably Clarson, very good player of spin. So if he comes in with 20 overs left, fine. Then you get try and get Miller in with 10 overs left. And then, they can, then the fireworks start. You know, um, Obviously, Miller came in before Clarson today. Because he only had 10 um, overs left, right? That's why. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. I was a bit. Yeah, but you know, obviously, Markram had dropped himself. Well, you know, got dropped down to yeah, to six. But it. then, yeah, six hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe that was just a little bit of an up yours yeah, September exactly. and the coach. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty rank oh, delivery by Jimmy Nation. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, three hundred and fifty-seven for four from fifty. I I, I think they got well over a hundred. Again, in the last 10, but wasn't it like, but wasn't it 100 in the last seven or something? Yeah. I think Simon, yeah. Had. Which is just fun. It's frighteningly good hitting and striking to, you know, and also to do it as consistently as they have throughout the entire tournament. You know, they, 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 the South African coaching staff, team mentality blueprint is, is literally showing every other side, probably other than India, who've won every game exactly how to approach batting in this world cup you know so yeah the 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 bowling figures are not great obviously henry only bowled five and 5.3 for 31 uh bolt one for 49 he's pretty steady southy two for 77 santa none for 58 he's had a steady world cup phillips none for 52 from seven you know is it a game too far have they been relying a bit too much on him as a part-timer Ravindra two for two overs for seventeen, and then, and then you know he, he is not a world class spinner no. by any stretch. And then then the, uh, and then Nisham, Nisham, unfortunately, oh, yeah, I know. One for, one for sixty nine or five and a half, yeah, going to twelve and a half. Yeah. Miller did yeah. get a hold of him, so, so yes. But then you look at the new the the Kiwi card, and and they just stuttered all the way through, didn't they? Conway Conway nicked off, I think second slip early doors for two. Yeah, great catch. Well, Young looked looked okay, but didn't really inspire anything for thirty three from thirty seven. Ravindra, look, had a great World Cup with the bat. No one can argue mm. with that. Scoring, I think he's on this 
the second or third Kiwi to, to score two hundreds in the same World Cup. Chul, weird, weird dismissal. Yeah, you know, I think they, they, the 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 comms were talking at the time about not wanting to let Maharaj settle, maybe try and get on top of him a little bit right from the word go, but that obviously didn't work. Maharaj then, you know, bowled fantastically well for you know for did the. You, I think he got three. So did you see his speeds? I don't know if you noticed this when he was bowling. He is bowling much slower than he's bowled in his career. Oh, is so, it? So he's he's realised. And I, you know, do you know what's really interesting? Simon's mentioned that from a bowling perspective, it's test man's test match lengths that are are, are very mm. effective here. Yeah. And yeah. during the post-match interview when Rassi van der Dusen was being interviewed by, by Pommy Mbongwa, basically he just said, yeah, when the team, when, when we came out, we just told them test match lunch is really hard. And also it seems yeah. to be the slower you bowl, the harder it is to hit. So, you know, I think wow. that ball okay. that got Mitchell, it was, I think they said 10 Ks an hour slower than any other delivery, which is why maybe wow. Mitchell had to reach for it and then yeah. he hit it as high yeah. as he did. You know, what was it? 39 mm. meters high. Or Great something. catch. Yeah, yeah. Great catch by Miller, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Glenn Phillips came in and got 60 from 50. But other than that, I mean, there were only three double-figure scores in the entire card. Jimmy Neesham obviously got got hit with the, when I think when he was bowling, when wasn't he? Bowling, yeah, on the return. Right, right yeah. hand, yeah. Like, on his wrist. So he, he had to come out about nine, none off eight balls, just didn't, never look. Oh, what a ball to get bowled with. Maharaj bowled him to oh, the yeah. gate. After. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just didn't look comfortable, though, did he? Just kind of, you know. I, you know, I hope not too many people have had to bat injured before I've had to do it, and it's a pretty horrid experience yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But you, you're going out there just to try and help your teammates, or you know, the the bloke at the other end as much as you can. But by that point, it was very much a lost cause. Um, eventually, and in 167 all out. So um, Marco Jansen, now top wicket taker alongside Shaheen Shahafridi. Yeah, 16 yeah it was the for a while, wasn't it? But now the the seamers seem to be coming back into well, it. Adam Zampa's so, still up there, right? He's also got uh, he's he, what he's yeah. also got sixteen. Sandra will be rounding about he's on fourteen. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, a shame for the neutral. I'd say today, I was I was looking forward to watching as much as I could as a of a of a real top quality mm. game. But unfortunately, I say unfortunately as a neutral. South Africa have done what South Africa have done for most of the tournament and just blown another side away. But this time, it's one of the top four sides, um, which I can't say I'm particularly surprised by. It, it, for me, it's great to to see South Africa playing such positive, aggressive, intent-filled cricket because it that that's but with a plan. You know, that's what I enjoy is watching. You know, they've put together some fantastic batting performances and bowling performances and I think they're playing the game in the right way with the right level of intensity and the the, the right plans and it, it's been a pleasure to watch yeah, no, not wrong there I mean it's interesting to see the permutations now to see Pakistan can qualify Afghanistan can qualify you know they've now got big games they've got big games going on so yeah from my perspective it's it's all to play for in the top four everyone that that defeat today unfortunately for new zealand has knocked open fourth play, uh, fourth place um, look yeah was... especially given especially given their injury woes yeah. as well because if they can bring someone else in then they're going to be coming in cold aren't they so well travis head did well yeah but i'm thinking if it is carl jameson with the need for that extra seamer yeah. you know he's carrying niggles already so are they then going to have to go back to the well to try and find someone else who's probably not had the experience at international level which would be an incredibly tough call so we shall see 
Um, tomorrow, Eugene, is yeah. India-Sri Lanka. Mm. So, I mean, I can only see that going one way. Come on, Sri Lanka. I'd like South Africa to finish top of the group. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, not that I'm voting against India. I mean, I, I was going to say something today, which was I think at the moment in current form, South Africa will beat India two out of three times. However, I do think they'll oh, lose yeah, to India in this World Cup and probably in the final, and that will be the one out of three. I'm just looking at what's been... Oh, I'll tell you what we've got to mention. Mm -hmm. So you sent this to us just before we finish. That that tweet that Iceland cricket <laughs> sent to the ECB today. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a nice little light-hearted thing to yeah, finish on. Yeah. So do you want me to read this yeah, out? Because I've got it in front of me. So Iceland cricket sent this, say, tweet, X, whatever it's fucking called these days, sorry, Tim, on that particular platform that Mr. Musk now owns. Dear at ECB Cricket, we have noticed your recent problems on the pitch. We wish to extend you a public offer to play a three-match warm-up series in Reykjavik in advance of your participation in the Champions Trophy qualifiers in 2024. Unlike versus our Irish cousins recently, against whom you played your B slash C team as a warm up for the Cricket World Cup, we hope that you would bring your A team. We're a rapidly developing cricket nation who, although still small, have ambitions to win the World Cup, open brackets of salmon fishing, close brackets, in the 2060s. We look forward to hearing from you. You're comically the Icelandic Cricket Association. Brilliant, right? I saw, I saw that and I just howled laughing. I mean, we, we've, we, we've kind of mocked the the england um choices of who they've played and and what have you before but you know we, we were talking about who they might be playing in the in the champions you know could it be france we might play against georgia the faroe islands maybe iceland iceland might give us a decent game who knows <laughs> on on some kind of concrete based astro wicket in in reykjavik you know but i they might be running short of offers from the other test player nations so you know, we we might find ourselves having to go to these far flung destinations to find a game, like a kid on a campsite trudging around with a, a cricket bat and a ball, as as I did as a six year old trying to find friends to play cricket with me. But there we go. There we shall leave it for tonight. Thank you, Eugene, as always, for your wonderful company. Eugene and Robbo, I assume, will be back with you tomorrow night to talk about India and Sri Lanka, and I will be back on Friday. Until then, thanks as always for tuning in. Lots of love, and we'll catch you soon. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.